ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. Special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the United Kingdom, Saudi Arabia, and Canada in the states of New Jersey, Texaco, I'm sorry, Texas, and Washington. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support. You'd think I know what state I live in. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. Thank you for making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear and brings in peace and joy. In honor of our topic today, your tip is walk the labyrinth. Find a labyrinth in your area, indoors or out, and walk it. Before you enter it, say a prayer asking for what you want to release and receive. As you walk into the center, you will release what you no longer need. In the center, you will hear answers from your higher self, from God. As you walk out, you will be lighter and move more into your true self. Walking the labyrinth is a powerful form of meditation because it's built with sacred geometry. The space automatically creates a profound connection with your limitless higher self, allowing you to hear messages from the spiritual realm with ease and trust. Because no negative energies are allowed into the space, you can trust that the information you are receiving is accurate. You will have easier access to past lives and your soul's journey through time. Once you have developed this relationship and trust, it's easier to medicate, meditate and connect deeply with your limitless higher self when you are not in the labyrinth. The Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, who popularized the use of the labyrinth, in current times, started using it when she was having trouble in her own prayer life. This ancient spiritual tool is a great gift and can help you analyze dreams, release fears and illness, and help you get in touch with the deepest parts of yourself. You learn to hear the voice of love, the voice that is always trying to communicate with you and lead you on the path of healing, love, and well-being. I want to continue the energy 
energy of having fun in my next workshop, which will be Discover Your Hidden Creativity. Albert Einstein said creativity is intelligence having fun. We are all born creative, but as we grow up, judgment and criticism cause us to doubt ourselves and the fun disappears. We're told there's a right way to be creative and what we are doing is inadequate or just wrong. This leads to inhibitions and fears that shut down our creative flow and separate us from our inner wisdom. We all have our unique creative expression. Creativity is about allowing yourself to play, feeling safe to freely express yourself and being fully engaged in the creative process without worrying about what the finished product will look like and what others will think of it. To deny your creativity is to hide the deepest part of yourself behind closed doors. It's time to free your creativity and doing so, free yourself. For details and registration, go to PaulaJoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like the Ohm Awakening or Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier feel lighter and have more energy we truly know and feel the joy beauty and love in our lives my show helps you do that by providing you with new information perspectives and techniques inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today Today, Dina Miriam, who will talk about her journey through numerous lifetimes. In last week's show, Jonathan Robinson told us that the key to having a happy marriage is in becoming a great communicator, not just a good one. He pointed out that we all want to be appreciated, loved, and understood. The best way to get someone to hear you is to first make sure they feel heard and understood. Then they are open to listening to your perspective. He showed us that the word intimacy translates to into me see. In other words, be vulnerable. Allow your partner to see into you. With 30% of couples being from different political parties, the techniques that Jonathan teaches are more needed now than ever. These techniques are also effective for social justice and communication, leadership, and team building within businesses. They are so powerful that Jonathan visits jails and within 10 minutes he is able to change the minds of people who identify as Nazis and have killed because of it. He said it works every single time. 
Jonathan learned some of his strategies by talking with people like the Dalai Lama and Oprah. He generously shared with us some of the techniques that he uses every day with his wife to keep the love alive and prevent conflict. I encourage you to listen to this show by clicking on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on positive communication, please listen to January 15, 2015 with Patty Baudouin, Help for Couples That Really Works, January 28, 26 with Marty Loring, Emotional Abuse, How to Recognize It and Heal, July 14, 2016 with Linda Bloom, clearing, creating your unique relationship. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, follow my blog with Mary and Stefan's story and my life coaching responses on my website, paulajoyce.com. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, one part of my healing journey has been to try to understand why I chose this body for my time on earth. As I understand it, until I learn and understand this lesson, it will continue to manifest. Some of my multiple sclerosis symptoms have improved. Speaking of coaching, I have a gift for new clients to celebrate my being chosen by Expertise.com as one of the best life coaches in Dallas. As they say, a business cannot pay to be included and everyone is objectively qualified using 25 criteria. Only 16 of us were selected out of over 300. I'm so grateful for this recognition that I want to celebrate with you by offering all new clients a 15% discount on their first life coaching session or group of sessions, which I do in person, over the phone, or on Skype. As one client told me last week, I leave every session feeling lighter, like a burden has been lifted. Please click on the link to contact me before the end of August to take advantage of this special discount. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I have two today. A previous guest emailed me recently with news that her new book is out and the testimonial she requested for me was chosen for inclusion. As Kat Young and I caught up, I responded to her questions about my life and the weather by mentioning that I'd started painting again and how good it felt. I added that the temperatures were in the hundreds, but the good news was that my experiment of setting my silk paints in the midday sun was successful, so instead of Laboring with a hot iron, I only had to move my scarves outside to the patio. Her response was, of course you would turn the heat into something positive. You make me want to jump through the computer screen and hug you. And that's what happens when you learn to see the world from a positive perspective. Without a conscious effort, you naturally spread the love, and it even bounces back to you with more love. Quite a silver lining for someone whose glass used to be not half full, but empty. 
On June 28th, numerologist Alice Rosen came on the show to remind us that the 11-2 frequency of this year is requiring us to speak our truth. She shared how dismayed she was that people were not responding to her Facebook posts, asking them to contact their government officials. My own experience has shown me that people are slow to respond and often even afraid to voice their opinion in a public way. We are all experiencing a form of PTSD and responding with fight, flight, or freeze. People who are not frozen and are able to speak up must do so. Just because others aren't liking or sharing something doesn't mean they aren't reading it and feeling validated and grateful. They may even be following Alice's advice. Regardless, we must continue to speak up. A friend who was born in Germany said his mother told him that what's happening in the United States right now is just like the early days of Hitler. We must learn from history and not be silent. What I've noticed that the, is that the more consistently vocal I am on social media and on this radio show, the more people are liking and sharing my posts. My willingness to be seen and heard is empowering them to do the same. I've also inspired people by creating rules of civility on my page. I remove any posts that are not respectful, which makes it safe for people to express their views. If someone violates my rule more than once, I block them from my page. This has been a gradual process to... for me to go from sharing no political views on my page to sharing information every day. It became clear to me that the spiritual and the political are inseparable. To not speak up was unconscionable. Whether others liked it or not, I had to be able to live with myself and be accountable for what I did as people's rights were being stripped away. Every now and then I get messages like these new ones from people who I had no idea were reading my posts. One Facebook friend wrote, thank you for your wise, heartfelt posts. And another from Instagram wrote, this is so great. I have to give you a big thanks for all the good vibes you put out on your Instagram page. You're inspiring more people than you'll ever know. Sending those good vibes right back to you. Keep it up, my friend. The truth is we never truly know the full impact of our words and actions. It's rare to get a thank you. We must learn that every positive thought, word, and action does put more love into the world and that we are healing ourselves in the world as we continue to choose kindness, compassion, and love. That I can use my voice in this way is a powerful silver lining for me since most of my life I went into freeze mode. The fear of being yelled at or rejected started in a past life when I was literally left alone in the desert as punishment for voicing unpopular opinions. I brought that fear into this life and it was triggered by an abusive childhood. That fear is gone now and I stand comfortably in my own truth. Our guest today, Dina Miriam, understands the power of past lives. She is a partner and vice chairman of Rudder Finn, Inc., one of the world's largest privately owned communications agencies. 
Dina received her MA from Columbia University and has served on many boards, including Harvard University Center for the Study of World Religion. She's the founder of an interfaith organization, the Global Peace Initiative of Women, and her work with a New York-based organization called the Community Literacy Program involves organizing the largest anti-violence program in the U.S. In 2014, she was honored as a recipient of the Nawano Peace Prize in Japan for her commitment to interfaith dialogue. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While Listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Discovering Your Inner Creativity workshop, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what repetitive patterns do you see in your life that you suspect might be from a past life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dina Miriam to talk about her journey through numerous lifetimes. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today... 
please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula.com. Joyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what repetitive patterns you see in your life that you suspect might be from a past life. And I'm so pleased to welcome Dina Miriam to talk about her journey through numerous lifetimes. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, and I just want to start out by saying what a fabulous book, My Journey Through Time. I love, it's, it's like reading a mystery novel. So in addition to giving all sorts of insight um, and, and wisdom, spiritual, uh, about the spiritual realm and the physical realm, it's just a, a wonderful read. So thank you for this book and, and for... <laughs> Um, you're sharing so much with us. So I would appreciate it if you would start by telling us how these memories came to you and, and how you knew they were past lives. Well, as a child, and I think many children have um, these fleeting impressions, and I had always had a feeling, um, even though I was brought up in a secular Jewish home, that this was not my first life, that I had been around before. Um, but this is just a conviction of mine, something that I just felt. I couldn't explain why. I just felt it. And then when I was 20 and I was uh, started my spiritual search, I was not interested in organized religion, but I was deeply interested in, in understanding the universe and understanding what this life was about. And so I was doing a lot of reading in college, and I came across my teacher's book, Autobiography of a Yogi, and immediately recognized him as my teacher, and wanted to learn to meditate. He had left his body. He was no longer here. Um, but I was able to get, to get his teachings, and I was... I remember how how excited I was about the prospect of learning to meditate. At that time, meditation was still seen as an exotic practice. It was not mainstream. And so I had to keep it quiet. I couldn't tell my family I was meditating. Um, but as I got more deeply into meditation, and I... And I did it in a very serious, went underwent about it in a very serious fashion. Um, after about 10, 10, 15 years, I began to have these, um, these, these memories that would emerge. Um, little, little signs. For example, I was married. I had two small children. I moved into a, a home. And as soon as I moved into the home, uh, I, I began to have dreams about another house a grand house, and I would wake up from the dream knowing that that was my home and feeling this longing and a sense of sadness. And this went on for about 10 years. In the meantime, I got divorced. I started working. My life continued. But every now and then, this dream would come back to me, 
And I couldn't figure it out. And then one day, a, a colleague at work uh, who had just come to the company at where I was working uh, began to speak to me in Russian and began to call me by an affectionate Russian name. I mean, he, he didn't realize, I don't think, what he was doing. Uh, he was an American, but he had worked in Russia. And somehow, that in my meditation, these memories began to arise until a whole narrative took form. First, I'd see a scene, and then a few weeks later, I'd see another scene. And I was, it was like watching myself in a movie. And sometime later, I saw that there was a whole narrative of that life that I had recaptured, and I identified completely. And then as I looked back at my early life, my childhood, I saw many clues that had been there. Uh, my love for Russian ballet as a child, my love for Russian literature as I got older, and it all connected. Um, so once I was able to recapture the memories, then things about my early life suddenly made sense to me. Uh, absolutely fascinating. And I remember the the part in your book where you were talking about um, the man who you almost married, who would have taken you to Russia. Um, and and so the, it's interesting the paths that we don't take as well, and how those um, how those affect us. Some, I mean, I think if, if one studies one's life, you see that there are people who enter one's life for a very short period. <laughs> there is some karma that needs to be completed. And, and it, could be a, it could be just a minor thing, uh, you know, for a year or whatever. Uh, this man who had entered my life uh, in the workplace, who was, a, was the uh, spark that awakened these memories, as soon as my memories had been awakened and I recaptured my narrative, he disappeared. He left the company, and uh, I didn't see him again. Um, and so, you know, we had an intense interaction for about a year as my memories were being awakened, and I recognized him in my, in my past. And then once everything had been completed, it was over. It was done. And I think we've all had experiences like that. And and it's it, it, there's a sense of peace to know that that um, you know that it's okay that someone's only there for a short time. Sometimes in a positive way, and sometimes not so positive. But they're there for a reason. And once we work through or, or get what we need, we can let them go and and each move on with our lives. There's a, there's a cause for everything that happens. Um, you know, as I, the, the thing that has interested me about this whole process, uh, you know, it, now it, I mean, it confirmed what had been a belief now became experience, the fact that I've had these many different births as everybody has had. But what has interested me is this law of cause and effect, how what we do at one time um, it, it generates a, a reaction. You know, it's, it's what, you, what you sow, it's what you reap. Uh, and that, that is the law of karma. That is the law of cause and effect. And if we, if we can understand this, and it's a very complex and beautiful law because if no, nobody's imposing it on us, we ourselves choose the conditions that will help us learn what we need to learn. So we are the directors of our own future and of our own life. And I, I think that's a very important thing to realize, that there's no external force 
punishing us or rewarding us. We ourselves are directing our own future. Um, I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that because so many people believe that karma is punishment and it isn't. So it's it's for learning, for growth. Please talk to us a little bit more about your understanding. There's the, there's the conscious mind and then there's the subconscious. And the subconscious is where all our experiences are stored. We can't be aware of everything. There would be a lot to keep track of and it could be confusing. So we store these things in a, in a part of ourselves. And these, the, the information comes out as needed. Um, but we are all on a path of evolution and growth. Uh, and we can see that as you look back over your lives, you can see the growth that takes place. Sometimes it's incremental, and sometimes experiences come that really catapult you forward. Um, but the law of cause and effect um, is a law that helps us learn um, a higher, higher behavior. We learn um, not to cause harm we learn to ourselves or to others. We learn how to live in a, in a more compassionate and loving way. And when we stray from this type of behavior, when we cause harm to somebody or we cause harm to the earth or whatever, um, we're not happy with that, and so we want to, we want to learn uh, uh, the correct course of action. And so we create a new situation for ourselves where we can maybe behave differently. The problem is that we often repeat our patterns, so you can go through many lives um, repeating a pattern. I have found in my own history, a key issue has been for me, and you've, you've referred to it earlier, is finding my voice as a, and confidence as a woman to speak out. And that, that has been a struggle for many lives. And, you know, in the past, it wasn't so easy for women to have a say about all matters and to speak out on, on, on all kinds of issues. Um, and so that has been something that I've been able to uh, find fulfillment of in this life. But in my early years, it was very easy to repeat the pattern. And, and I was shy, and I didn't have confidence in myself to speak out. And I would always allow you know, the male to be in the head and, and from, put myself in the background. It took conscious will to me to overcome that. And, 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 uh, and I'm sorry, go ahead. I think, I think I've resolved it in this life, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, I think you have too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and this is the right time. You know, the energies are supporting the uh, growth of women and the evolution of women and the um, leadership and voice of women to be heard. It's time now. And you're at the uh, front of this, of this wave. And I think we're more and more going to be seeing and hearing women um, speaking their truth. In fact, when I started doing this show in March 2014, I was looking for for female authors, and I found almost none. And now uh, it's the balance has totally tipped, and I have all these wonderful female authors who are coming on to speak their truth. And I'm not choosing by gender; it's just that's what's coming to me. I, I had the same experience when I began work in the interfaith world 20 years ago. There were there were no women. And whenever I'd ask the question of, you know, you can't have a panel and not have a woman on it, they'd say, why? 
It wasn't even an issue of, yes, we have to deal with this. It wasn't even in people's consciousness. And it was a tremendous struggle. Now, of course, you know, many of the interfaith organizations recognize this, and there are women spiritual leaders out there. But 20 years ago, it was a very difficult uh, struggle to bring this to people's attention. Uh, And I think, you know, when there are difficult times, it's like to strengthen your muscles, you have to lift weights and and the, the, the heavier the weights, the more your muscles were strengthened. We're facing challenging times now because we're being forced to speak out. Women are going to be forced to come forward and play a role. We don't have the luxury of keeping quiet anymore. I think you're absolutely right. And Robin Williams made a joke at at one time about how if we need a woman president because then instead of war, she would just make you feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's, it's, but, but it gets the point across that we need another way that the, that the, um, uh, guns and, and violence is not the way to bring about peace. That, that those are contradictory. Violence breeds violence. And guns, guns breed violence, violence, and we need another way. We need another way, and I'm sure with all of our creative energies, we can find another way. Exactly, and even in the science realm of science, we have so many problems that we need to solve, and women have a different way of thinking, a different perspective, a different way of analyzing and understanding the world and problems, and we need that perspective now in all areas of life. Women are more inclined to trust their intuitive uh, wisdom. And uh, we have been very unbalanced as a human species, focusing on the on the rational part of of the mind and not the intuitive part of the mind. And and I think for us to move forward and evolve, we need to balance the two. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that's being called for now is is cultivating our intuitive wisdom. Um, I I agree a hundred percent. What I would like to do um, right now is to take us to break and then to come back and talk more about um, past lives and how we can break these patterns and um, change our current lives. How we can look at our past and what's happening in our current lives, too, and make new choices. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all of our shows on the, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels 
and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm or that intuitive part of ourselves that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down, how would you feel about people from other religions, countries, and races if you knew that you had been like them in a previous life or many lives? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dina Miriam to talk more about her journey through numerous lifetimes. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you would feel about people from other religions, countries, and races if you knew that you had been like them in previous lives. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Jaina can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Dina Miriam talking about her journey through numerous life lifetimes. Um, Dina, as we were talking during the break, we were talking about how we can, in this lifetime, complete uh, something that we brought in with us from past lives, some pattern that wasn't um, good for us. Can you or... or yeah, I, I have a, a, an experience um, that happened to me recently that I'll share. Um, a few years ago, well, maybe maybe it was about seven years ago, I was working in on a project with uh, UNDP in Africa, with the United Nations in Africa. And uh, during that conference that we were organizing, I began to have a recall of a life in Africa where I had lived uh, in a village, and it was in that life that I had a woman teacher, shaman, a woman from the jungle who who I became very, very fond of. And it was in the 18th century. And in in um, that memory, there had been a slave raid on my village. I had been killed. And my sister and my my son were kidnapped and taken onto the slave trades to come to, to uh, America. And I remember my horror watching from the spirit world as my sister, who was, who was um, in a very poor condition, they thought she was dead and they threw her over over the ship. They had to unload too many too many uh, people on the ship. They had to unload some. And she was not dead. Uh, but she was very ill. They threw her over. And I remember watching in horror this scene. Uh, fast forward to my current life. A year ago, I was organizing a healing, racial healing dialogue in Charleston uh, around the, the, with people who had been close to the Reverend Pickney who had been killed in the church. Uh, and there was a young man there who was the head of the Black Lives Matter, a beautiful young man of the Baha'i faith. And he, he had uh, led some of the sessions. And then he invited us to join with the African-American community there. He said, every year uh, on this date, we gather at the ocean and throw flowers into the ocean in memory of those souls who didn't make it across the ocean, who died on the journey mm. from Africa to, to the new, new country. And as we were throwing flowers, and we were the only, just a few of us white people, uh, mostly it was the local African-American community, um, the image of my sister came before me. And I thought to myself, I I never kind of brought to completion that trauma that I experienced of seeing her thrown over. And here I was now able to honor her spirit. Uh, like like being able to do a proper burial or something like a proper ceremony, and so I went into a, a, a moment of prayer for that soul, and then afterwards we were talking, and, and um, one of the white participants, a young man, said, "You know, we shouldn't have been there. That was very disrespectful. That was for that community, not for us. We were intruders. I didn't feel comfortable." And in that moment, I didn't know which community I belonged to, the African-American community there or the white community. I I was like both. (laughs) And I said to him, that was very meaningful to me, and I'm very glad that that I was able to participate. That was an important moment for me. 
Um, in actuality, we had been invited. We didn't uh, insert ourselves. So then I thought to myself, who knows where that young man had been? You know, he might, if he had a memory, maybe he would have felt as I did, or maybe not. Maybe he didn't have an African birth. I don't know. But that was a moment where something from my past, several lives ago, was brought to com- completion in a very unexpected way by something that I was in- involved with in this life. Uh, That's really beautiful. And, uh, you know, two things came to mind as you were talking. One is that that young man may have been identifying with the oppressor and feeling guilty um, Uh in in that role. Um, And and also that um, there, I think there are Someone said to me recently, we talk about different races, but we are all the one race, the human race. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, so we can look at ourselves as separate or as what unites us. And I know that you look at the big picture of what unites us. And we all need to begin to think about that more and less about our differences. And, and I think that's, that's the purpose of going through a diff- in different births, of getting to experience different cultures and different religions so you can develop uh, an appreciation. Uh, and, I, and, and even if it's consciously we don't remember, those who have been, um, through, through, who, who, who have some memory, um, it shapes how they act in this life. Uh, exactly. And sometimes we may not even have a conscious awareness, but nevertheless, we're, we're, we are um, following something from the past. And as you said, I, I loved when you said that this is us, our unconscious, directing things. And so if we can bring to our conscious awareness what is unconsciously driving us, into continuing negative behavior patterns, then we can begin to heal our current life and past lives at the same time. Exactly. Uh, Yes, exactly. You you talked at the beginning of the program about listening. I think a, um, a first step in listening is learning to listen to our inner self, because there's a lot of guidance that comes, but there's so much clutter in the mind that, I mean, that, that's one of the benefits of, of any kind of meditative or, or reflective uh, experience, practice, is that the mind gets quiet. But how, I mean, everybody receives messages from their deeper self, but how often we don't listen to, to that because we, we discard it, you know, we're too busy focused on, on so many other things. And I think learning to listen to our deeper self can help us learn to listen to our partner and, and people close to us in life. Uh, it, yes, I agree. And and we're also told that if we can't see, touch, smell it, if, you know, that the five senses are what matter. And so if we have an intuition or a feeling or that still small voice within, we disregard it because it's not hard evidence and it must be wrong. I mean, that's where I think... um, 
uh, this intuitive sense is once once we begin to value more the wisdom that comes through the intuitive sense. This is a different way of knowing. It's not based on on the on the senses. It's based on our past experiences. It's based on uh, of things that we just know as a soul, uh, and we can we, that actually that knowing has to guide our our outer behavior because the things that we count on from the outside are not as reliable actually I, I agree with you a hundred percent and I think more and more people are are beginning to meditate and to um, find ways to trust their intuition whether it's through spirit guides or I mean I love looking at the birds and which ones appear at what time and what I'm thinking at the time Um, because everything is speaking to us the universe our inner self um, our God whatever words we use I think we're all talking about the same thing, the communication of higher wisdom. And how do we learn to pay attention to that and to really um, get those messages, respect them, honor them? And the more we do, then the more they come to us and the better our lives become. I, I think I think everybody would benefit from some kind of practice that helps distill the mind. However, you want to, whether it's prayer or meditation or just deep relaxation, and and one has to just ask. You talk about the, you know, kind of trying to see the patterns that one wants to change, um, the new patterns that one wants to cultivate, new habits. I think it's a matter of asking. And the other thing I've realized through my experience is that there are helpers all around, <laughs> helpers from the past who don't lose sight of us, helpers in the, in the spirit world who don't lose sight of us, uh, where we go between our births on earth. And so it's a matter of, of quieting the mind and, and asking for guidance and then being receptive to hear. Uh, yes, I agree. And and then um, really paying attention and also not denying it so that when it does appear that we really respect it as um, the truth. Yes, yes, that's important. <laughs> that's so very important. Y- yes, and, and one question that I learned to ask is what do I need to learn it was was a uh, was a way that I began to get out of the cycle of blaming other people for the negative patterns that were in my life. There's, we are totally responsible for all that comes to us, so the good and the bad, both. Uh, and and once we accept, I think the first step is accepting that responsibility uh, and knowing that. I mean, the. the Knowing that one has a past and knowing that the law of cause and effect, it's in all religious traditions, uh, is operational, um, then we can maybe begin to take responsibility and try to take responsibility for getting ourselves into a new new way of being, what we want, you know, because we are creating our future. However we deal with our current situations will determine what happens to us in the future. Um, I, that's such a perfect place to end because it's so 
beautifully stated and I believe truth. So I, I really want to thank you for being on the show, for sharing your wisdom and insights with us and your past life experiences. And I encourage, encourage everyone to purchase her book, My Journey Through Time, a spiritual memoir of life, death, and rebirth. It's a fabulous read, as they say, and it's also full of so much um important information about the physical and spiritual realm. So I thank you so much, Dina, for the book and for your time with us. Thank you, Paul. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Same here. Um, And Thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, or remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to spirit to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The Am Awakening, or The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention my special before the end of August, you get a 15% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the arc angels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Jaina, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. Archangel Jaina is the Archangel who presides over the Akasic Records and can help you access your past and future lives. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jaina, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me learn from my past lives to improve my present life. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that Archangel Jaina is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here, July 26th, when Stefan Schwartz will return to talk about creating lasting social change. And August 2nd, when Mary and Ronald Hulnick will talk about the light within, soul-centered living. And on August 9th, when Sarah Ann Shockley will talk about making it easy to live with and moving beyond pain. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.